So Walter, I've got a I've got a list for you. Okay. I want you to uh, I want you to tell me what all these folks have in common. All right. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Damian Lillard, Jimmy Butler, Carl Anthony Towns, Donovan Mitchell, Zach Levine, LaMelo Ball, Jamal Murray, Jalen Brown, John Wall, Gordon Hayward, Shea Gilders Alexander, Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam. Well, so they all play in the NBA. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, so that's good. <laughs> you once you got i was like had a theme there going for a little while so you got some it's simpler than you think it is don't overthink it are they all over six six john wall's not that's no. not it nope um they've all played in the eastern conference Kawhi has no. it no Kawhi, <laughs> no Kawhi did the raptors uh that's not that's not the answer Give me some hints here. Uh, it's not really. <laughs> it's about this season, this current season. Have they all gotten hurt? Sure, yeah. Not only they've have all, they, they they've all, missed time, they missed five plus games. That 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 list is all players who were either not playing this past weekend or left during games this past weekend. That is essentially yeah. an all-star team plus of dudes that are not playing basketball right now for a star-driven league. It's a tough season for the NBA, man. I feel like there's more, like, it seems to be the peak point in the season where people are just kind of shitting on how the NBA handled returning to action during covid outside of a bubble and supposedly the number of injuries is not actually statistically higher this season than they have been in previous normal 82 game seasons. I Well, so for it, but even like something like Zach Levine is out because he's in the health and safety protocol. Um, who else? There's one other person on here that, that was just like, I mean, <laughs> It just it, it is a sizable amount, and and it's it, it isn't just like last weekend was the the most at any point. It just it it's really dawned on me more and more as as we go on. But it's not really great when you. I mean, the NBA in and of itself had was combating the narratives of load management, rest, and all of that. And, and I mean, that's still somewhat occurring and. Anything it's it's more necessary this season than any other. Uh it is wild though on a given night where a couple hours before tip-off, though, at least I've had this and it, it's made <laughs> betting, it's made fan every of those like things around the game that I think we both enjoy aren't as much fun this year. Cause dude just might not play. <laughs> Was perfectly fine the night before can't play because using precautions or just because of the grind and the schedule load that these guys are having to go on from games being canceled, rescheduled, whatever, and they're playing more games in a short chunk of time. It's not great, Bob, but I think they plan this and, and, and you hear comments from the Raptors uh, who are uh, Fred Van Vliet was basically like, this should be an asterisk of a season. It's this is ridiculous. This isn't anything that happens this season. You can't really take away anything of. I think that's sort of convenient when you're the Raptors and you're not <laughs> yeah. having a great season. Fred, Fred, what? Where are you in the East yeah. right now? But I also don't think he's wrong. No, I like it. Probably does deserve an asterisk. It's just. I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily want to take it away from someone from a team that actually wins a championship though, because like well it's not like they're playing significantly fewer games at the end of the day. It's just there definitely are this, more outages due to COVID than you would have during a normal season. Well, just even off these guys that are actually hurt based on this list, I mean it's pretty high likelihood that 
one of the teams that ends up winning the championship this year in this this supposed asterisk year, they were they've got one of their best players on this list. Obviously, yeah, not the Timberwolves I, won't be won't be the one of those, but um, yeah, I mean it's <laughs> this close, this close though. No, it, it, it's it's the weirdest year ever. I I still like outside of making all those players be in a bubble. What else should they have done? I don't know. If you want to criticize, have a better idea of what they should have done. Yeah, it would have been a shortened season, delayed start. Play 60 games instead of of 72. Have significantly more buffer between games so that if you have a COVID outbreak, you could move games weeks ahead, months ahead if needed. Like, that's all fair. Um, I I think the – yeah, I mean, there's – doesn't really make too much sense to litigate a lot of it, but yeah, it would have been start around MLK day, delay, less games, maybe you restrict in terms of regional travel so you're not having all these cross-country, I don't know, or the idea of been just they took the PR hit, got all their players vaccinated, and then once they did that, just ripped and rolled, as we've already discussed, that I was <laughs> pretty in favor of. Yeah, just we, don't need to, we don't need to rehash that one. <laughs> no. Um, shit, that is a lot of guys. Crushed by Jamal tearing his ACL. That was – that's the word. Of the players you just named, every injury is bad. That one in particular is really tough. Um I don't know. We're not going to rehab like it. The MVP and who's going to win seems to be a heavy topic of conversation as of late. We're not doing it. I don't want to do MVP. We're not doing that. The only thing I was going to say is that it might, Jokic might be playing so well, it may not really matter, at least in the regular season. We're we're not an MVP talk pod anymore. I I think after our. That was in the infancy of this podcast. I think Russell Wilson, the Russell Westbrook, James Harden MVP debate, it kind of, kind of crushed us. Killed it. it. Kind of killed it. And every week, someone else is different. I mean, the Steph Curry is is right now your your dark horse, two time MVP Steph Curry. No one's no one's giving him the respect he needs. Everyone, pretty sure everyone is. He's the best shooter of all time. I will say Steph has been playing insane. Uh, yes, I. He's been playing at a level of. He's been playing to a point now where. I feel feel silly for any time the thought creeped in my head of. And it's not that I thought like a team couldn't win just with him as a star. It was sort of the idea that had a very specific system built around him that would optimize that team's performance. Essentially, a team's ceiling would be very high with Steph Curry, just off of the fact that, yeah, you have the greatest shooter ever, but the ability for that team's ceiling to be at a point where, okay, it could contend or win at a level, you needed other things around it to increase that. He didn't help that just by his own addition. Uh, what? I think that seems. I mean, I still think a lot of that, but where those those barometers uh, are placed and everything, uh, he he he's doing it though at a level where I think it could be argued: is that really sustainable for any guy to do year in year out? Or is he just on a really memorable stretch run of his his career right now and doing it? Uh, in some really big moments. Well, I think the big difference is he's hitting, he's hitting nine, like uh, 50% of his threes right now. And yeah. he's historically like 40 to 45%. Um, <laughs> Still so, insane. You know, that's outrageous. And he's, he's shooting more, it's higher volume, higher percentage, which is making his, his numbers are then outrageous. Like, uh, 50, 40, 90, 
but shooting, you know, almost 15 threes a game and hitting half of them. You know, that's crazy. Like where it, it, this, this is where this, this stretch, is where having Monte Ellis as a teammate is gonna have served him well. This he deserves so much credit for some of the stuff that he has done in the last 10 games. He hit 73s in 10 games. That is crazy to think that. Um, so it's just really like the coolest part about it right now is that it's always really nice when you have someone that it's like, I have to see what's going on with that guy on league pass tonight. Like I am going to watch at least some of that game and try to catch like, or like I'm going to keep a close eye for, for if he's heating up in the first half and then like, I'm going to watch second half and see what Seth does. And Seth's, that's always been my favorite version of him. Uh, yeah, this is the first time it's been like that, though, since he – I would say that that first – the first two years of the Warriors. His MVP run. seasons. Yeah, I guess – yeah, I guess it would have been. Yep, those first, like, 15 – like, that was when it was – you get a notification or, or someone came on Twitter and it was – Oh, we're changing everything because you saw him hit some uh, half court three pointer essentially. Uh, yeah, he, he it's been good. It's uh, it, having said that, he doesn't deserve the MVP. But the last thing I was going to say on Steph is like, I I mean, we've always shit on him a little bit because we're such LeBron fans and our yeah. like that's just like all right, we'll, I've done it. <laughs> we've got a vendetta against Steph here because I don't have a vendetta against him. I just I am who I just, am. Yeah, I I'm owning it too. It's like I do I think that he is better than LeBron? No. Do I think he deserves the MVP this season? No. Do I think he's the best scorer? Um best shooter ever yes i don't think there's much of an argument against it steph also has done the coolest thing i've ever seen live uh the first game first timberwolves game i went to after moving up here um was against the warriors in their first championship season and it's when andre miller was still with the timberwolves and Steph had a play. He dropped 40, and he, in the first half of the game, uh, was pulling up, and Andre Miller hit the ball as he was pulling up. And normally you would, all right, you lost the ball. You come down from your shot. You gather it, pick up your dribble, do whatever. Mm-hmm. Steph shot it anyway and made it. <laughs> and it was just like, what the like what the fuck is going on here uh that is crazy i I don't know he a lot to be appreciated with him for sure but the mvp case is ridiculous it's Jokic. you can make the you can make the argument for Embiid, but i think it's Jokic, and that's that and we're not going to rehash it also make be honest (laughs) hey it would help us monetarily if Giannis was the win so it would (laughs) It would. I mean, if Luca could come back and win that, Luca's not. <laughs> but Luca ain't gonna do it. Yeah, the only thing I'm sour about with the that is it ties into the thing. Season had to start early, so Luca showed up like 20 pounds overweight, and I still believe the media was just gonna give it to him this year if the Mavericks had, even if the bin. <laughs> I guess yeah. the Mavericks were close to what they were. They just didn't start out the way they did, and he wasn't shooting so bad to begin the year, maybe. But well, Kate, that team, that roster is tough, tough. Like not all that impressive, in my opinion. Other than like if KP is playing well, him and Luca can be really good together. Uh, yeah. Um, has not... been set himself a uh, 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 April. I like I like Finney Smith as a like a fine rotational wing player, but we gotta get Lucas someone better than Porzingis, I guess is what I'm saying. It's wild because that's not the perennial thought that we would have had when that trade happened. That 
Did the Knicks win? Did they win that trade? <laughs> Did the Knicks win the Kristaps trade? I don't know. I think if you're a Knicks fan, you're pretty happy of Julius Randle right now. And soon Zion. <laughs> the MSG comments were hilarious. I don't know. I mean, if I was a Knicks fan, I'd be thrilled too. Be like, Do oh, you yeah. think he said that? Was it as genuine as it sounded, or did he say it knowing he was going to get the reaction? I didn't think it was even. I don't. I. I don't. I don't think he said it thinking he was going to get a reaction. There are so many guys that have said that playing at MSG is their favorite. Like, but him said it. Kobe said it. MJ said it. Yeah. But him attributing it to the crowd, like I was watching that game, there wasn't a like, there was as much of a crowd as allowed within the uh, city limits of New York right now. But it wasn't like an actual crowd. I, I guess maybe he got half the he, crowd. His, I saw his face his, slid up. I'll yeah, say that. Did. No, it did. It did. That's why I mean it was probably genuine, pure, and self regard. But I mean. What what I saw there in the crowd even was like five different rows of metropolitan IG wannabe models like just running up and down an aisle. I don't think they were doing the same sort of uh giving the same sort of ambiance of a crowd vibe as uh 90s Bulls Knicks was getting when Jordan was that playing there. Well he might have this would be master like master class stuff Zion if he did that. If he said that, like praised MSG and playing in New York to the degree that he did right before releasing his first shoe so that everyone in New York would want to buy a shoe, smart. That, Pretty smart. That is a theory. I like that. <laughs> it's smart because that is a theory I have not heard and I love it. And yes. If I was in the... If that's was, our official statement. That's that's the, that's our the point forward stance on this is Zion, Zion manipulated all of New York to just you crush fools. the Air Jordan brand. Yeah, you I fools. love it. I mean, that is a, a fantastic theory, and that is our official. As a pod, we are aligning on that. We can't align on MVP talk, but we we can align on not talking about MVP talk. While loosely talking about MVP talk, but we can fortify our front that Zion was trying to boost sales of his sneaker. What do you think about his new sneaker? I think it's fine. It's pretty bland. I don't. It it's, it reminded me of Giannis's a little. A little, uh, a little bit. So yeah, not exactly. I, it's I not would, the same. I'm just saying it, it did remind me of it a little. But that was a shoe that I feel almost like that shoe just because of its like I could see myself maybe playing basketball in that more than I would just like wear that. I don't know though. It's a basketball sneaker. That's what I think for sure. Yeah. Like I, I do think it's a you you utilitarian basketball shoe versus the I want people to know. And if I saw somewhere, I don't know if I would instantly be able to call that out as a Zion shoe. Yeah, I was a little disappointed by that, but I haven't seen that many colorways of it yet either. But I mean, some of the Jordan, I mean, only the Jordan one. It's a, it's a very simple and it's a perfectly designed sneaker. So this is true. But also not practical to play basketball in, where the Zion shoe looks a little bit more practical in that sense to to play in. And it appears that Air Jordan and Nike has worked out any kinks of it blowing up on him. So that's a, a real, real benefit there. But I feel like Zion having – Zion, I don't know for sure this, but Zion looks like a pretty – like he's got a wide foot. we've seen it explode out of sneakers before yeah i do think you're right there and i've felt like i was going to explode out of sneakers before so i I feel feel optim i I feel comfortable blindly purchasing that shoe oh you gotta think it's pretty well constructed but yeah yeah i i would assume 
<clears throat> what do you think about history? What do you think about Kobe dropping Kobe's estate dropping Nike, not resigning with Nike? Well, I I mean I think we had talked about this. Was there was the the story I think last year that he was going to start his own? And I think right? that's just what is going to happen, and, and good for the the Bryant family and everyone to go for that. I think it would make all the sense in the world. I be interested to know who would run that for them or if if kobe had any of that foundation uh that infrastructure set up before his passing and that that team's sort of ready to go to to run it um that would be my only caution of it because i i do think from from the standpoint of honoring his legacy and it is the the kobe sneaker line is is super popular and was can this was even pre uh his death was one of their best-selling shoes uh post obviously uh posthumous has been like selling out every release they have i mean um i don't see a reason why that wouldn't continue uh but yeah at the same time like how is it run how are they there's all of that. I mean, I think it is enough of a endeavor and whatnot that I think there's a lot of people probably who would be interested to break away and, and help the uh, Brian estate to do that. Yeah, how they're going to execute on that will be interesting to see. Well, My I mind. just think it's I think it's easier for them to potentially do than. Uh, especially when you're thinking of it in terms of like a single sneaker line and, and sort of the, the workings around that. Um, I think they've got a little bit more uh, market cachet, I guess is the way I would say it. than like when you compare it to like what the big baller brand was trying to do and, and, and whatnot. Um, well, that, and I think that they're going to get it whoever that they get in there to kind of be the, their director. Assuming that they're going the route of like creating sneakers and apparel and sportswear in general, which is what you think that they would be doing. They're going to get someone that's has a track record of being able to deliver on that stuff because I wouldn't you or someone that's incredibly creative and it's going to release cool and interesting things. I would think. Well, that's where I'm, that's, that's sort of, as I meant, like what I'm interested in finding out now that this has happened is that next step of there is that announcement of releases. What it would, it would certainly confirm the rumors because why I think they would themselves that did Kobe have some of that team aligned and some of those that, like I said, that infrastructure lined up ready to go um when when the time came if if any you know, of things had he if he would so is was still with us if if that would have already been in motion or, or whatnot um right so i definitely interested in it um in, in a offshoot of the sort of one degree to <laughs> from the center of, of basketball stories but um, certainly fascinating. Uh, I, I, how do you feel about MJ presenting him for the, the Hall of Fame, though? Well, it's they that got announced shortly after I had just wrapped up re watching The Last Dance you documentary. Them? I rewatched it, yeah. Mm, um, I haven't done because I needed need something to watch when I was, um, working out in my little yeah. dun- dungeon. I was going to say, room. I was, I was, oh, damn, I was going to predict that. I was like, I was, I was going to say, I feel like the last dance would be a really good background workout. Oh, it's great. Cause if you're like, you're struggling a little bit, you watch MJ just go fucking kill someone. And then you're like, all right, yeah. well, I guess I'm going to finish this workout now. Yeah. Uh, but he, the part where they got Kobe to come in and uh, they covered a little bit of the all-star game that him and MJ were both in and interviewed Kobe and Kobe talking about how there is no Kobe without MJ, which was talked about a lot when last dance first came out. Um, 
was just really cool to see. I think it's those two were obviously super close and cut from the same cloth in a lot of ways. So I, yeah. I'm glad that he's doing it. I'm excited to see what MJS say because, like, I I le- legitimately enjoy hearing MJ kind of break down and talk about things. He was yeah. like low key. God, that documentary. I don't. What would would we have done in like May and June timeframe last year if that wasn't going around? Like that was that seems like such a lifetime ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was such a lifetime. It was ago. it was essentially a yeah social media pressure for them to release it early. Uh, I don't know. I I so I I do think the and I don't hate the pick because I think if you asked Kobe while I was alive or at some point in his life and basically being like <laughs> Kobe if you couldn't make it who would you want to be like well I know he wouldn't do it but I'd have Michael I'd have Michael Jordan do it and then they'd be like well actually he said he would do it and it's like what but I, I don't know if he would yeah he wouldn't He's have had Shaq or one of his contemporaries no but I would have I in my argument I think would have just from like a personal relation because I do I, I don't just credit the idea of, of Michael Jordan and Kobe having a good relationship and whatnot. But I, I think I would have, if, if for, and this is more reflecting of me, I, I think just from a relationship and understanding of it, like I would have really liked to have seen if it said Jerry West is going to do it. I would have been. I thought you were going to say Phil Jackson. No, I, I think Jerry West uh, just from everything I've read and what I understand about that relationship and like how Jerry, especially afterwards too, just everything Jerry West was saying. And, and uh, there's a lot of admiration and just love um, around that where I think the Michael Jordan and Kobe thing is, is definitely if at best can be described as a, a big brother, little brother situation. Um. I just I, <clears throat> having mentioned the, the last answer, I just have a tough time of really convincing myself of Michael Jordan having a really genuine, honest and, and, and sincere relationship with someone, especially around the idea of that person trying to literally replace him or like build break off of him. And in every sense of the word, like going after, his accomplishments in some way i <laughs> i do wonder about that just but i think i think, I think it's i think it's just way different yeah it's just, when you're saying, when it's you're removed from it Michael jordan of like yeah it's totally understandable i i just wonder if how can you in and, and this is where i'm i could be 100 wrong of what kind of friendship develops from that or, or where's that that personal connection there where the Jerry, Jerry, I mean, Jerry West, and for professional, and I think it ended up being personal reasons, was so invested in Kobe's career and just him as a person. Um, you know, just when you hear of, of like how hurt Jerry West was, not that Kobe might leave the Lakers, but his, him having the thought of Kobe going to the Clippers specifically. And just being like, don't go play for that owner and all. Like, just some of those comments he made after Kobe's death, I was just – all that I, I took way more of just an idea that, wow, that would be a truly power. But it could also be something that maybe Jerry West was asked and he's like, I don't – I can't do that. I don't – that's too – he was too, too close to, to be able to do that, which I also understand in a way. Yeah, ultimately, I think it's super fitting yeah. that MJ is the guy doing it. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, I mean MJ. Not to sound MJ's uh, speech at Kobe's memorial service was incredible. Yeah. So I, I expect the the same level of, if not even more now with with time and, and just um, more perspective around everything that I, I imagine that speech will be super, super powerful. 
I think so too. Um, I you know the the only other thing I really had on here though is just with the this uh, we're we're closing in here on the last month or so of of games and whatnot month plus still, but um, like where we, we see, see some of this shaking out in terms of uh, some of these standings, some of the uh, things not related to the MVP. Um, do we see our Pel- the Pelicans making it in this playing game? I'm very worried the bulls are going to quickly be shifting from being soundly in the playoffs to Bulls fans beginning to root for lottery luck as they're down 20 plus to the Cavs here in, in the first half. I was going to say, they're having a rough showing tonight. So, yeah. yeah. They did beat the Celtics somehow. I don't really know how, even though I watched it. It didn't make sense. Shout out Garrett Temple for locking down Jason Tatum. Bad, bad luck with Levine being out for them. I, I don't know. When, when you look at when you look at the Eastern Conference, the Sixers have been pretty number one the entire – they've been in the number one pole position all season, by and large. They, I think, are going to get overtaken by the Nets, Nets because while it's unclear on when Harden's going to come back, Katie is going to come back again um, soon. Yeah. Likely this weekend, potentially this weekend. The Bucks, I think if you said, all right, Milwaukee, here's your incentive. And if that was actually a legitimate incentive, go get the number one seed. I think they could. Uh, they they are just in cruise control. Like Giannis is gonna be nice and rested. Our Giannis Middleton and Holiday. The, the Bucks are coming. I I caught myself. I was really like Nets, Nets, Nets in the last couple of weeks, even though Giannis – and it's because Giannis was hurt. Well, are you talking about, like, what their seeds is going to be going into the playoffs or, like, playoff success? Because I'm not talking about playoff success here. I'm just talking I, about seed. Specifically, just to get my bucks in here, I, I, I pose this just to sort of talk about how I'm doing it. I'm going to hate myself for doing it, but I'm, 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 I'm feeling it – down in my plums. You think they're going to move up in the seating? I don't know. Not seating. I'm talking about playoffs. Like, I'm starting to trick myself once again into this Bucks. I've been very, like, Manila on the Bucks this year. Well, tell me about the extension. We haven't talked about the extension for all of it. What else are you going to do? But also, yeah, it's, a, it's a franchise that decided to extend Eric fucking Bledsoe when they didn't need to. Uh, I think it's it makes sense. Uh, Drew Holiday is incredible. I I will say that. Uh, I think if you look at it from like a two three year window, that uh, objectively you could say Giannis will stay committed to the Bucks before potentially demanding a trade. Uh, you should keep him if Giannis enjoys playing with him. I think he brings a lot of value to the team. Uh, they're mercenary collection of other players though i think just also i love how you just totally fucking hijacked me mid-sentence to turn it towards the box because i I I like yeah i was like nets sixers blah 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 blah, but also like but the box and you're like all right (laughs) he did it let me debate he took the bait (laughs) did you say you say bucks did you say the bucks of milwaukee (laughs) oh i got something to say I got something to say. That's all. I'm gonna hate myself for saying it, but I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm anyway, back. Keep, I'm bought down on the, the bucks down making the road, out of the Eastern so Conference. Keep going. I'm bought in on the bucks making out of the Inter- out of the Eastern Conference. I mean, a Sixers, a Sixers. Uh, I, I don't. Is there a team that you would even consider making out of the West or out of the East, other than the Nets? Sixers or Bucks because the Hawks, Knit, Knicks, Celtics, no. I think you well, maybe the, the, the could Hawks. talk about the Heat. Yeah, the, maybe because yeah. of what they did last year. <laughs> if the Bucks had to play the Heat, maybe my confidence gets a little. I get a little more shaky on it. <laughs> they do seem to have their kryptonite or be their yeah. kryptonite yeah. a little bit. Um, 
Dude, also the I mean not that they're in this, but the post uh Lloyd Pierce firing for the uh Hawks turned out to be pretty good. Not that I'm a, I'm not hundred percent surprised because I, I think Nate McMillan's a really good coach and this the fact that he had to be an assistant somewhere and then he got fired from Indiana was stupid and dumb and I'm not surprised he got that in order, but at the same time they're playing so much better than they were. We got an entirely different team in, in, in moments uh this second half of the season. But yeah, they're not actually a, a strong contender for this year. Um if the Nets, if the Nets health is doesn't improve and things don't align before the playoffs, uh yeah, I, I think it'd be become a Bucks, Bucks, Sixers only sort of factor there. Yeah, but let's let's say let's say they play the Nets and you have a healthy Harden, Kyrie, and Katie. You I like still think you, they've got a chance. Right, but that's a different thing than saying you think they're gonna win. I do so I I cannot say confidently that I think that the that they would be so if it's Nets, Nets, if it's Nets, Bucks, Eastern Conference Finals, I think it goes seven, and then we see. <laughs> well, we need Giannis to be, you know, a better version of playoff Giannis. We talked about this at the beginning of this season. It's like the the regular season does. There is no one on the Nets that can guard Giannis, though. Not really, no. So if it's as long as it's not too close, like if the Bucks can can give the Nets enough problems in a series, there like isn't that, anyone see. on any team that can really guard him, though. Yeah, but they there's there the the well the Heat can. The Bam Heat can, is probably the best matchup against them, right? The Heat can make it if it's a very tight game with the last two minutes make it very uncomfortable for the Bucks to do anything great. But where I, I hope that would change with the Drew factors that he could I don't I think that would be their biggest mismatch in a series would be Drew Holiday and that potentially they could exploit the heat from there if you're if you're if you're throwing Jimmy and uh bam at Giannis and in Middleton but I agree with you they they have a better third star to go to than every team but the Nets I just yeah well Sixers I don't know would you rather have well Ben Simmons defense would can like the the Sixers have enough in terms of defensive resources to throw at Giannis to make it tough for him Tobias Harris has been so good this year I don't really I can't say I can't knock him too hard because the dude's been yeah. 50, 40, 90. No, I mean, shout out to Doc for being the Tobias Whisperer. Uh, Twice. No, I, I, I do. Th- I mean, I, I think <laughs> I feel like it's <laughs> less on Budenhoser and, and Doc going up against each other in the playoffs and just both refusing to make adjustments to their game plan and just trading game after game would be. Um, cool let's talk let's talk really briefly before we move to the west let's talk about like you hit on the bulls like who's actually going to make the playoffs looks like the hornets are going to have Lamelo rejoining and rosier has been on a tear i think they're going to make it pacers the pay there they have a couple games up on the pacers and the bulls and they they have got arguably their best player coming back he's not i don't know if he's is that really make Miles Turner's out? I don't. I, the Pacers yeah. will struggle to hold on to the ten seed, I think, and then the Bulls, Bulls, Wizards, Raptors. I don't really know what to expect out of any of that. But I mean, I point. think the Raptors are going to get their shit together a bit more than they presently are. I I, I feel like that team will, seeing where things are at right now, try to make a serious run in one one regard or another i think they're just because of who they are they're fully capable of of 
putting together a, a three-week stretch here and and getting themselves <laughs> into the playoffs at least just from a pride standpoint. Um, I I see Indiana and Charlotte as just shaky ground still. I'm not I, – I can't convince myself of either of those teams. And that's where I just – I, I – death grip just stare at the bulls i'm like what are you guys doing just do do something yeah that if levine comes back i think they're gonna go on a little bit of a run here but hopefully well yeah it wasn't great before but he should he's gonna have to he's gonna have to do some and i do think he's just i i and and this is probably some projecting but i i just can't imagine him having to sit out these games and not just like fuming just fuming and just like ready to come in, back and just tear some stuff like him coming back from this i'm very excited just to see w- what that looks like because it could turn into like a, a legitimate real hard love fest between zach levine and myself depending on how he <laughs> He comes back. Like, you want to show you're a franchise player, be forced to sit out games while you're trying to make this playoff push, and your team was pretty inconsistent and struggling. Come out and, and please, for the love of God's act, just like <laughs> I don't want to, but Jimmy Butler the hell out of it. I know. Let, let's let's move to the West because ultimately those bottom feeder Eastern Conference teams are gonna. Sorry to call the Bulls bottom feeder. They're but... bottom feeders. They're, they're bottom feeders. They're you're, bottom you're not – I mean, Timberwolves are the ultimate bottom feeder. They're actually second worst in the league now, that, if anyone cares. But uh, – Without Jazz, having traded any of their best players while trying to win. Jesus Christ. Uh, this The Western Conference, the Jazz might be the number one seed, which I know isn't that big of a deal because they're probably not going to win championship here, but – just drives me nuts. Uh, always, always have been, always will be a jazz hater. But them and the Suns and Clippers are all kind of floating around that one seed. Nugs at four, Lakers at five, Blazers at six, and then you start getting into some some question marks here. So Mavs at 30 and 26, Grizzlies 29 and 27, Warriors, Spurs, Pelicans. Pelicans a few games behind, and the Kings just lost pretty Pelis, easily. Well, the Pellies can't seem to close a game out. I just this, like, don't. Game slide. Zion has been so good. I don't understand how they are as bad as they are. I mean, they're doing a lot of boneheaded. Uh, we're a young, not very polished team. I feel bad for Stan. I mean, well, he shouldn't have said what he said after their loss to the Knicks. I'll say that. I it was ridiculous. They should have won the game. I know, but I'm just messed up. I mean, I don't blame him, but I, yeah, it's. I I think in the moment, yeah, he's he's just at a certain point with some of this, he's gonna be like, what else can I do? Like. I have to say a moment of frustration. Yeah. Just, yeah, Zion's been outrageously good. Um, he's averaging 27 points a game, and he's shooting 60, almost 63% from the field. So it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't really. The, the Pelicans, I, I want to make it in over the Spurs, but I'm not. Having been very locked in on Pelicans basketball during this losing streak too. Like I've seen the way they've lost these games like uh, I don't know. It's not good. Not good, Bob. Not great. But hey yeah, those, dude. Those, those Tibbs Knicks back to the East real quick. You know? <laughs> watch him watch him end up being the fourth seed. I it it's mind blowing. I mean, we, we didn't we didn't talk about. I said it. I I called it. So I don't want to go down too much of a T wolves rabbit hole here because I don't think it's really deserved. But I do like Tibbs has been great. They've been great. 
that roster is able to do what Tibbs wants them to do. They are one of the best defensive teams in basketball. Julius yeah. Randle has been great. They are they're fun to watch. <laughs> like yeah. they're actually fun to watch. RJ Barrett's um, been kind of, he's either a complete train wreck or he's really good. Yeah. And that, I think that's gonna be how we describe RJ. Entertaining either way. I think we're gonna describe RJ Barrett like that for the rest of his career. Yeah, I think you're right. But quick aside, A Rod. And and others, but A Rod bought the Wolves. Um, oh, I guess yeah, it's been that since we. So that um, I'm not going to do the whole like, are they going to stay in the in the Twin Cities or not? Uh, because it's not. It's tough to say. They're saying they're going to stay. Most outside folks are saying they're probably going to relocate. We'll see. That'd be a bummer, but. If you haven't checked out all the Anthony Edwards, A-Rod, back and forth, it's been great A stuff. Um, I love Anthony Edwards. Tr- check out the GQ interview that he just did. <laughs> it's hilarious. He's a man. I'm so so I just said the comments. He's great. He said said a couple days ago he thinks he could throw 100 miles per hour if you give him, <laughs> I believe him. a little bit of time to throw. I believe him. his arm straight back up. I believe him. <laughs> Which he is one of the best athletes in the Timberwolves have probably ever had. So, yeah. Maybe he could. I don't know. Zach Levine was probably the best athlete they've ever had. Yeah. Probably. And they traded him away. Thanks. (laughs) For Jimmy. Thanks. Tough. Wow. But yeah, Western Conference. I don't have a ton of takeaways here. All I know is that 80 is going to be playing this weekend. It's looking like. Um, I know people are concerned about the Nuggets because Murray's hurt and now Monte Morris is going to miss some time. Um, I think if last night... Collision uh, course. Austin Rivers. Oh, yeah. Denver. Um, I, we, <laughs> our friend Will Ducey desperately wants Nugs Lakers first round and the Nuggets uh, win. He's, he's, gone, he's gone black, though. He's, he's insane. Which seems a little aggressive because that that would be a tough it'd be a tough series. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Be honest. Like you're eventually gonna have to go through just just get it over with one way or another. Why, if you're gonna lose the Lakers, just go all out first round. Maybe you'll get them before they catch any momentum, and you can catch them early. Versus once LeBron's got some steam behind him in the second or third round. I guess, but if they could. It's not inconceivable that the Nuggets can move up to the three seed. And if they, they found a way to do that, you could be playing, you know, a Mavs Blazers type, which they, without Jabal Murray, I think could, could be in the first round. And yeah. even if you're ultimately losing in the second round to, you know, well, then honestly, if like they won and they ended up playing the Suns in the second round, I don't I like know. Them against the Sun. Yeah. I mean, I like him against everyone with the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Even without Jamal. Yeah. I kind I guess I'm kind of with you here. I mean, I'm drinking too much Nuggets Kool Aid. It's tough not to after what Jokic did against Memphis the other night. But no, I, I, I'm not saying like, yeah, but I could, I could see myself bet the nuggets in any series that didn't involve LeBron and AD on the other side. Yeah, I mean, they, they've done it. We've, we've seen them beat all. Uh, yeah. All of those teams. Yeah. I mean, it would be tough to pick you know, Like if they played the Clippers, you'd want to root for the nuggets. And I know that the nuggets beat the Clippers in the bubble. Yeah. I'm not sure if they come back down from three one. Paul, Paul George versus, I mean, Paul George will will help the Nuggets out. So it's just really Jokic versus Kawhi, and that's a who's who, you know. That's true. Who I mean, Kawhi could just be done with Paul George and, and purposely lose. I am wait. I'm curious. I know that there have been reports that Kawhi is like barring something go crazy happening. Oh, that would be something but that he's gonna stay in la yeah he probably will but if he left 
Paul George there, that would be an all timer. I wish he would. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good note to end on. I think so too, man. This is, but yeah, I mean, as far as the West goes, like, there's not a lot of mobility you're going to see here. Like the Kings, Thunder, Wolves, Rockets, they are out. The Pelicans could maybe overtake the Spurs, Warriors. The Warriors on any given night could either be absolutely spectacular or a complete dumpster fire, depending on if and how Steph is playing. If Steph is not playing, they're one of the worst teams in the league. Um, yeah. We'll see. I am excited to watch Steph in a playing game type of thing. Probably win them, win them a playing game series. Yeah, he's um, – let's just hope that that guy can stay healthy too. I'd like to see him – I'd like to see the Warriors make the playoffs, see what they could do here. But, yeah, man, um, this has been fun. We've got a month or so left of the regular season, right? A month or two? Um, mm-hmm. A month and a half. And hopefully we, we see some guys come back from injury here soon and things turn around. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, until next time, everyone. Be yeah, good. thanks for listening, everyone. Talk to you soon. The winner takes all. It's the thrill of one more kill. The last one to fall. We'll never sacrifice their will. Don't ever look.